Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're going to spend a second week in the 10th chapter of the book of Mark, verses 1 through 12. Last week, Pastor Jim explained the passage for us. This week, we'll pick up where we left off. Scripture here touches on the topic of divorce. The Pharisees came asking him whether it was lawful for a man to divorce his wife. When they were trying to trap Jesus in a theological debate, in his response, Jesus referred them immediately to God's word. What did scripture say about it? And Jesus shifted the focus from divorcing for any reason to God's original design for marriage. What is God's view on divorce? This week, we'll dive a bit deeper into the reality of divorce among us and God's response to divorce and the divorced. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, Is It Okay to Divorce? Part 2. He says, verse 8, So they are no longer two, but one flesh. In marriage, a husband and a wife belong to each other. Marriage is not a mutually convenient merger of business interests. It means from the day that you marry, you are not a free agent. Even your body belongs to another person. And everything you do needs to be a matter of teamwork. So what is the Christian position on divorce? How do you advise someone who is in the throes of a, a difficult time? And, and face it, that happens. If, if you're married, I know something about you. You have marital problems. You are one of them. Your spouse is the other one. It's inevitable. We live in a fallen world. There is hardness of heart in all of us that needs to be constantly broken up and, and gotten rid of. So how do you advise someone who is going through a really difficult time? I'm not minimizing the difficulties by any means. What, what portion of God's Word should you go to or should you take someone to in the midst of a marital crisis and you want to know God's will? Well, Mark 10 is not a bad one. So they are no longer two but one flesh. And how about this, the next verse? Jesus says, What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. Every time, and I mean that in the sense of every single time, any marriage anywhere is destroyed. That is an attack on the work of God. God has joined them together. It's not just a piece of paper. It's not just a mutual agreement. It is a solemn oath before the Creator to be married. Now, you'd be amazed how people who claim to be Christian and yet 
they're committed to getting a divorce will try to wiggle out of the grip of what Jesus said here. This isn't my first rodeo. I've been at this for a while. I've had all of these things said to my face. Some say, my marriage was never blessed by God in the first place, so God never joined us together. So it's not God who's taking us apart. That's like saying, well, uh, you know, officer, in my heart, that light was still yellow, and I didn't really mean to break a law, so when you saw me go through the red light, I was really innocent. You know, I'm not subject to your laws. I've heard this one several different ways. Um, I can't continue living a lie. It's been over for a long time. You know, you might as well just say, Lord, your word does not apply to me. The vows that I made to you and to my spouse were just empty words. King's X had my fingers crossed, didn't mean it. I'm not on the hook. In other words, my will be done on earth regardless of what heaven thinks. I mean, let's call things what they are. Look at the, look at the ideal, look at the design. Not looking for the loopholes. Marriage is God's design. You enter into a marriage and you are joined together by God. There's another way I've heard people try to claim that they believe the Bible and yet they should get a divorce. I've actually had people tell me, God showed me it's His will for me to get a divorce. Therefore, since God told me that, it isn't man who's separating us. God is. God put us together. God took us apart. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's absurd when you start thinking about it. Some people actually do believe that God tells them to do things contrary to what He has revealed in His Word. That's one of the worst problems in Christian theology today. One guy told me that God specifically spoke to him and told him to have sex with another man's wife and to form a spiritual marriage with her. He claimed to be a Christian. He justified it with a quote. What verse do you think he quoted? He didn't quote a verse. He quoted C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis's description of Aslan, which is really quite a a majestic man-made metaphor for for God, Aslan, a picture of God in in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, he quoted C.S. Lewis describing Aslan as, he's not a tame lion, meaning sometimes he roars when you're not expecting him to. And what he meant was, I sure was shocked that God told me to do that. So, what does that mean? God says, I hate divorce. What I've joined together, let no man separate. And so He says to you personally, I want you to get a divorce. I I don't think so. That's nothing but arrogant pride and selfishness. When I hear all of those things, a term that came to my mind the other day when I was thinking about all of this, that's like one-sided plea bargaining. You know, a plea bargain, well, you've been accused of this. If you'll plead to this, we'll meet you in the middle on your, on your punishment. Well, God doesn't negotiate. 
He doesn't bargain. He said, here's the truth. Obey the truth, I bless you. Disobey the truth, you will reap unpleasant consequences from it. But this is, this is one-sided plea bargaining. God, I know what you say, but I know what I'm going to do, and you're going to have to live with it. You might get away with that for a little while, in the short term, apparently, but he wins the argument in the end. In every situation, well, I want to say this, in every situation where there is a marital issue, if a husband and a wife both want to obey and honor God, there is no problem that cannot be overcome. Did you hear that? If both are willing to do whatever it takes, whatever it costs, to align your life with God's revealed will in His Word. That's His grace. That's His mercy. And the shepherds of the flock are here to help with those things. So, question, is it okay to divorce? Looking through the text, number one, do not test the Lord. Don't try to win an argument when you're disagreeing with the Lord. Number two, do not harden your heart. Finally, accept your responsibility. The last three verses for today. Mark 10, 10 through 12. In the house, so after the confrontation with the Pharisees, in the house, the disciples began questioning him about this again. And he said to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she herself divorces her husband and marries another man, she is committing adultery. Now, before anybody is trying to find a way to slink out, um, stay with me here. As I keep saying, no one passage includes every word of this interaction, and no one passage includes every word of uh, the teaching in the Bible on divorce and remarriage. We have to put a lot together. But for now, jump over to Matthew chapter 19, the parallel to this. Matthew includes some words that Mark doesn't. Mark, uh, Matthew 19, Jesus says, And I say to you, this is to the disciples alone, whoever divorces his wife except for immorality and marries another woman commits adultery. Now, there's a very clear statement from Jesus on when a divorce is permitted, never commanded, when it is permitted between two believers. And then his comment about remarriage. He uses this phrase, except for immorality. That rules out all but one reason for a divorce between two believers. Immorality is the Greek word porneia. All of our words that have P-O-R-N in them as, as a root, they all derive from that word. That word includes all sexual activity of any kind other than between a man and a woman who are married to each other. It's a very broad, all-inclusive word. Now, just to round it out a little bit, the only other case in which divorce and remarriage are permitted for a Christian is the one that's described in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, where it says, if an unbelieving spouse leaves the marriage, let them go. The believer is free to remarry 
You're called to peace. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.